Bungie today, in 2022, is known for their live service game Destiny 2. Before making Destiny, they were the creators and keepers of the flagship Xbox series Halo. Halo first released in 2001 for the original Xbox 2, critical and commercial success. But before being an Xbox developer, Bungie made games largely for the Mac. Series like Marathon, a precursor to Halo, as well as Myth and Oni happened on the Mac. As a storied Mac developer, Bungie was actually set to release Halo as a game for the Mac, with its first ever appearance to the public announced on stage at Macworld 1999 by none other than Steve Jobs. So we are starting to see some great games come back to the Mac, but this is one of the cruelest I've ever seen. This game is going to ship early next year from Bungie, and this is the first time anybody has ever seen it. It's the first time they've debuted it. And so I'm very happy to uh, welcome on the stage Jason Jones, who is the co-founder of Bungie and the Halo project lead. Halo is the name of this game, and we're going to see, for the first time, Halo. Welcome, Jason. Thanks, Steve. So, our game's called Halo, and like Steve said, nobody's seen it before. This is the first time we've ever showed it in public. Halo's an action game, so you'll be able to play it by yourself. Even better, be able to get on the internet, play it with your friends online. Our multiplayer games can be heavily, heavily focused on cooperative team play rather than playing as an individual. QuickTime's really cool, but what I'm about to show you is not a QuickTime movie. Everything you're about to see is being rendered in real time on a Macintosh using OpenGL. Thanks a lot. Halo's still a work in progress, and when it comes out first half of next year, it's going to be even better. Of course, about a year later, Microsoft would go on to purchase Bungie to bolster their lineup for the Xbox. Now, I've spent some time in and around Apple during the course of my career, and I had heard throughout the years from several people I worked with that this was an event that made Steve Jobs quite unhappy. Losing Halo to Microsoft stung, and he called up Steve Ballmer to let him know, resulting in a concession of Microsoft-owned games being ported to the Mac. I have always wondered about this story and whether it was true or not, so, in 2018, I hit up a person who would surely know. Ed Fries was head of Microsoft Games in 2000 during the launch of the Xbox and several of its early years. He kindly accepted my request for an interview. And here's what he had to say about this little slice of gaming history. Hello, Ed, and welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. We'll just jump right into it if that's alright. Great, sure, let's do it. So I'm a bit of an Apple and video games nerd, and a cross-section of those two interests for me has always been the story that after Microsoft bought Bungie, Steve Jobs was just furious that he'd lost his great game developer for the Mac, and so he called up Steve Ballmer to let him know that he was upset about the acquisition. During my time around Apple, I had heard that if you go back and look at the original announcement for Halo at Macworld in 1999, uh, Jason Jones appears quite nervous, and that the reason for this is that he knew that they were already in talks with Microsoft for an acquisition for the Xbox. Uh, 
So I, I have my doubts about this story, but it was something I'd heard in my time at Apple, and I was curious if you knew more about when Microsoft Talks started with Bungie and if it might have contributed to Jason's nerves on stage at that first announcement. You know, I've, I've never seen a, a video of that. Um, so I don't know how Jason Jones was acting. He's a, he's a pretty private guy. You don't see him do very many press events. So... It's, it's just not something he enjoys doing. So uh, I would guess it's that. We didn't start talking to um, talking to Bungie until the next year. Um, uh, Xbox wasn't fully approved as a project until February of 2000. And our conversations with Bungie started a, a bit after that, a month or two after that. Well, I feel like that puts that pretty solidly to rest. Uh, what I heard all those years ago was indeed... Uh, just a rumor right so can you tell me more about the situation with steve jobs being upset about microsoft's purchase of bungie of course today we think of halo as being one of xbox's biggest games and bungie doesn't even make it anymore but back in 2000 it was quite the shakeup for bungie to go from mac to xbox and it sounds like even at the top of apple it came as a surprise yeah, uh, so let me go back a little bit just to give you a little t context. Um, the one guy that I knew at Bungie was a guy named Peter Campty. He was kind of their head of business development. And he's the guy who first called me when um, basically what was happening in, in early 2000 is Bungie was running out of money and uh, the company was at risk of going out of business. Um, they already had an offer from Take-Two. Take-Two already owned a third of the company, and they had an offer from Take-Two to, to buy the rest of the company, but they wanted to look around and see if anybody else was interested. And so Peter called me, and, uh, and I said, yeah, I'm interested. I, I just, just got an approval for the Xbox project, and I had a bunch of money to spend you know, to try to, try to get some games in time for our launch in 2001, so less than two years in the future. And I was a big Bungie fan. I had played a bunch of their games. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> Peter Tampty, just remember that name. So, so uh, you know, fast forward a few months, put the acquisition together. Um, you know, it gets publicly announced. Um, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm sitting in my office one day and I get this email from Steve Ballmer, which is kind of unusual. I don't normally get mails from Ballmer. It was a couple levels above me. I was I was the head of Microsoft's game business at that time. Uh, um, and uh, it was very short mail. It was just something like, Steve Jobs is mad because you bought some company. Uh, here's his phone number. Call him and calm him down. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty much all it said. Something to that effect. So I was like, oh, okay, great. I got to call Steve Jobs. So I did. So um, called him up, called the number, and he answered right away. It was Steve Jobs. It didn't go through like three levels of secretaries or something. And we talked about it. And basically what I told him was that um, I, you know, I had worked to Microsoft a long time. I had worked on Mac Excel. I had worked on Word for the Macintosh. I didn't have anything against Apple or, or the Mac. Microsoft and Apple had worked together, you know, many times in the past. Um, you know, I had bought uh, Bungie for uh, for Xbox, but uh, that I had a bunch of um, of other games, 
including Halo, that uh, I would be willing to um, license to somebody to port to the Macintosh. I think it would be great to have a Mac version of Halo. I think it would be great to have Mac versions of Age of Empires and many other of our games. And I told him I knew just the guy to do it, and that guy's a guy named Peter Tamty. And the reason I brought up Peter Tamty was because um, when we acquired Bungie, um, you know, we, we brought in all the game developers. Uh, we brought in Jason Jones and his partner, Alex Seropian. But the one guy we didn't have a job for was Peter Tamty, the guy who, <laughs> the guy who made the initial call to me. So I felt really bad uh, that Peter was kind of left out in this whole acquisition. And Peter had told me he wanted to start a Mac porting company. So... So anyway, I mentioned this to, to Steve. Um, he never really had a chance to get mad at me on the call. I mean, we just we, we actually had a, a, a pretty friendly call. I told him I told him what my idea was, and um, he said, "Yeah, that sounds good." And uh, here I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, assign this to this other guy who works for me, and um, and then that's who I dealt with from then on. I dealt with this other guy, and uh, he put the deal together on their side, and they funded. Peter Tampty to start this independent company to uh, do these Macintosh ports. So I, I felt really good about how the conversation went. I felt like it was uh, kind of a win for everybody involved. Um, there, there was just one part of it um, that came out uh, that was kind of a, a little awkward. Is that um, when we put the deal together, one of the one of their demands, one of their deal terms, was that uh, me and Alex Seropian, so at least not Jason, but Alex, the, the other co-founder of Bungie, would appear at the next, and I don't know if it was Macworld or Mac, one of the, whatever the big Mac event was that they were hol holding in New York, and announce this deal. So we agreed to that, um, and, uh, and so, you know, several months later, uh, Alex and I were on a flight to New York to appear uh, at this conference. And the idea was we were going to, we flew into New York um, kind of late in the afternoon. We were supposed to go straight from the airport to this dress rehearsal. And then the event was going to be the next morning. So we get in, we land, we're in the cab on our way to the, you know, the venue and uh, my phone rings, and it's uh, one of the uh, organizers of the event. And she says, uh, don't, don't come here right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, why? She says, well, it's not going that well. Steve is not very happy. Uh, just go to your hotel, get checked in, um, and then we, we can talk later. So Alex and I go to our hotel, we check in, we have dinner, we're waiting. Finally, my phone call, phone rings again, and it's the same person. They say, you know what? It's still not really going well. Um, why don't you guys just come in in the morning? And I'm like, well, the event is in the morning. I mean, uh, and they're like, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine, you know. So and this is like a 10,000-person event, just so you know. So, you know, Alex and I have no run-through, no, no anything. We're just told to show up like 30 minutes before we're going to be on stage with Steve Jobs in front of 10,000 people. So, all right, fine. So get, a, get some sleep, go in the next morning. Um, and I mean, I swear maybe 15 minutes before the event, 
you know, we're, we're just sitting there in seats in the front row. Steve Jobs comes over. He says, hi, shakes my hand, Alex's hand, just says, hey, here's what's going to happen. At a certain point in the presentation, I'm going to say this. You guys come up on stage, say whatever you want, uh, you know, 30 seconds, a minute, something like that. You know, I'll shake your hand and you'll walk off. Thank you, Kevin. And thanks to the Microsoft development team. They're doing an awesome job. Who would have thunk it a few years ago? Uh, the best version of Office on the Mac. Now, as long as, as long as we're talking Microsoft, I want to talk one other thing real briefly here, and that's games. We love games, and we're trying to bring as many great games to the Mac as we can. And one of the best games developer for the Mac is Bungie. They've been working on an incredible new game called Halo, which we've all been anticipating. But the Mac gaming community was concerned when a few weeks ago they read that Microsoft was going to acquire Bungie. And they were concerned what would that mean about the future of Bungie's games on the Mac, about the future of Halo on the Mac. To clear that up for us all, it's my pleasure to introduce Ed Fries, the Vice President of Games for Microsoft. Ed? I have a great job, don't I? <laughs> Basically, my job has spent the last five years taking Microsoft's money and giving it to great game developers all over the world so that they could make great games. The problem has been, though, I haven't had a great way to bring those games to the Macintosh. We've done a few things here, we've done a few things there. But we haven't been organized about it. We haven't had a great way to bring all of our games to the Mac. Well, I'm excited to announce today that that's changing. Apple and Microsoft are going to team up with the executive vice president of publishing from Bungie, Peter Tampty, to form a new company. And that company is going to take, hopefully over time, our entire line of games to the Macintosh, to everybody here. So we'll have Age of Empires 2, the Age of Kings, we're going to have Flight Sim 2002, we're going to have Lynx 2002, all the other great games that we're putting together. But you know, Bungie, let me tell you about Bungie, you know, we're working on this other project, it's called Xbox. And uh, you know, the whole reason that we wanted to get together with Bungie was so that we could bring Halo to Xbox. And uh, I know you're probably not, uh, not super excited about that, but I want to bring up uh, Alex Seropian, co-founder of Bungie, and he's going to talk a little about, uh, about why it's so important that, uh, that we do that. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Steve. Um, a lot of you probably know that Bungie, we got our start on the Mac. Um, and uh, I'm here to just let you all know that we still have a lot of love for the Mac platform and that, yes, indeed, we will be bringing Halo out for the Mac. <laughs> um, and also, uh, Steve was um, gracious enough to let us show a uh, demo of uh, Halo. So we're going to show that right now. Thank you. And that was it. And so that's what we did. So it was, I remember being slightly terrified, you know, first of all, to be a Microsoft person in front of, 
10,000 Mac fans, you know, you're not always the most popular person in the room. And then you did just kind of steal away this really popular developer of theirs. Um, but we were announcing something pretty Mac positive that we were going to bring a bunch of games to the Macintosh. So, so we did what we were supposed to do. We, you know, we watched Steve's presentation, which was amazing. Uh, he was, you know, just had the audience eating out of the palm of his hand. It was really cool to see, especially close up. And, um, and then, uh, you know, our moment came, we walked up there, we kind of stammered through what it was we were going to say. Um, and you know, uh, and that was it. And we, we got off stage. There were no snipers, you know, I wasn't picked off from the distance or anything. And, um, and it was good. We survived and we, and we got out of there. So it was, uh, it was a fun experience. It was, you know, real memorable for me. Ah, so the uh, fabled reality distortion field was present for you. Honestly, it really was. The, the, the reality distortion field was super impressive. I mean, I had seen Bill present a fair amount. And, you know, Bill, Bill was very technical, you know, and, and always talked about, you know, how the products were built. And that's sort of the way Microsoft was in general, you know. But this was... This was more about like feeling, you know, it was more about emotion, right? I remember he was talking about this, I think it was iMovie, and uh, I don't even know if they called it that back then, but it was his, the first movie software they were introducing. And, uh, you know, and, he, and it showed, you know, his kids like running on the beach, and it was just beautiful and emotional. <laughs> and it was just, um, you know, uh, yeah, it was like, uh, I, it almost made me want to buy a Mac. It was that good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to go and find that video and I'll put it in the description so that people can go to YouTube and uh, watch that event and see what Apple was doing uh, with you on stage uh, back in the year 2000. Yeah, I've never seen it uh, either. Uh, you know, I, I don't actually remember what we said while we were up there. It was kind of that part was a blur. I remember everything before and after. But um, yeah, you know, so that was really um, the, the first and last time I ever met Steve Jobs. And, uh, um, you know, you heard my story. All my interactions with him were positive. My phone call with him was positive. And then when I met him in person, it was positive. I've talked to a lot of other people who worked for him, who knew him, and I, I hear it, it's not always that way with him. But for me, uh, the, the few personal experiences I've had were, were quite good. Thank you to Ed Freeze for doing this interview. This is a story I've always enjoyed and wanted to tell to others. My name is Dylan, and you can find my regular podcast, Retro Resolutions, that I do with my friend Matt, on your podcast platform of choice. Thank you so much for listening.